0: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
1: We're back.
0: (laughs) Hey, it's Ashley. We're back from our undisclosed assignment location. Got so much work done together, Ben.
2: (laughs) I got to know you so well. (laughs) But hey, uh, we want to say Vanessa filled in for us last week and she did an incredible job. Uh, Such a good job that we want her back uh for the 2018 i mean jeez i almost forgot what year's coming up that's wild it's almost 2018.
0: It was the fastest year of my life and we are very excited to start season four of the Ben and Ashley Almost In Us podcast on January 2nd the day after our season premieres.
2: Yeah actually i gotta tell you congratulations On three, I mean, this is our last episode of our third season. Mm -hmm. This is pretty big. This is a pretty big deal. We got
0: through the off season being able to fill up time. Like, we were able to talk (laughs) about The Bachelor every single week without the show being on.
2: Yeah, it just shows how exciting our lives are. (laughs) Um, Speaking of exciting lives, we have an exciting guest with us who has a lot going on in life right now. Uh, One of Bachelor Nation's favorite bachelorettes. Ali Fedotowski is with us in studio yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah.
0: Thanks for having me. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ashley. Hey, and that's not just something that we say to everyone. You <laughs> were the first season I ever watched. Really? Yes, and I loved your season. And you still like me after Yes. All that? Okay, yes. good. <laughs> you hooked me forever. You, I was, I'm a lifer now because of you. If it wasn't because of you, Yo, my <laughs> life. Who would have known where I would be right now? Who would know? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? I who was, was going to say
2: that. I was going to say, I was like, Allie, I don't know if... I don't know if I should thank you for that or not but if, if <laughs> Ashley Iconetti started her Bachelor journey via your show you have a lot of responsibility <laughs> in how the world is operating in Bachelor Nation right now
3: I actually feel that's a really good compliment because I feel like Ashley you are one of my favorite reasons for watching the show oh, that please, all the thank now, you that's Bachelor so Paradise sweet. and everything so it all came full circle thanks yeah oh.
0: and what I think is cool is like you were also my kind of career role model I love the way that you first off you kicked ass you were like you were working for Facebook when you're on the show. Yeah,
3: I was at Facebook. I m- honestly I missed that job. I loved that job. It yeah. was so cool. That and that's why I had to like do my little, you know, ha- leaving the bachelor to go back to my job. And you did go back for a bit. I did. I left him, but then I asked to come back and he said no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? <Yeah.
4: gasps> Bachelor again? I can't. Oh, don't remember. ask was me it that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know.
3: I no offense to Jake, but you know, sometimes you look back and you're like, what? Like, what did I see? Like, how did I feel? Like, I was interested in that person because he's just not my type. Yeah. Um. But Although,
4: I- guys. Yeah. The best bachelor moment of all time was a Jake Pavelka moment. Was the yes. Jake Pavelka breakup episode with Vienna?
0: It was at the start of Brad's second season. If you
4: have not seen this, I highly recommend the YouTube. Like, I don't want to laugh at other people's sadness and misfortune, but it is one of the best things I have ever watched. I think I've watched it 20 times.
0: That's, well, I knew going into like that season, I was like, okay, well, I liked Ali's season, but now after watching this fight between two people who I have no idea who they are, I am going to be invested in this show for life because, because, like, I am so entrenched with this drama and I have no idea what it's about. Chris
4: Harrison's best work ever because they have this big argument over the dog poop. (laughs) And, like, it goes on and on. We've all been there, right? At some point, Chris literally says, No one cares about the dog poop. (laughs)
3: I'm just like, Oh my God. Stop interrupting me. But do you think they can look back on that now and laugh about it? I don't know. I hope so. I think
4: it was. So brutal that I don't, know. Probably I, I yeah don't not. know. I'm sure they watch it with like just their head in their hands. Probably, probably. For me though, oh pure joy. It was good. It was un and then she stormed off. It was like one of the craziest bachelor things and it's not even talked about that much anymore. It was so crazy. She well, Because it was out. almost
3: 10 years ago. Isn't, Isn't that true? That's no, how ancient it's... I am. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was eight years, eight or nine. It was eight, t- ten, 2009, ten. Jake yeah. and Vienna, that yeah. season, and then two th- the beginning of 2010. Well, yeah, so it aired Yours was the beginning 2010. of 2010. Mine yeah. was 2010. So, yeah, I mean, it's 2018. It was eight years ago. But oh,
0: my God. It's a long time ago. I'm Whoa. old, guys. You are not old.
3: How <laughs> old are you? Thirty, I think I'm 33. You're the you were a very young bachelorette
0: though. You were 26 when you're the bachelorette, yeah, right? I think I was even 25. No way. Yeah, so I was young. Did you think that you were really ready in the moment, and you looked back and you're like, I probably wasn't ready.
3: I probably was. I don't know. Yeah. I mean maybe not. I mean honestly I thought I was ready to get married when I was
0: twenty. That's you know what, what I, I thought mean? too. Yeah. And, and now at twenty nine I'm like, Oh, you definitely weren't and you're <laughs> yeah. on the verge now.
3: <laughs> right, right. So I mean, I don't know. Was I ready? Probably not. Um, but I felt like I was at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So well, and here I am now. Now I am married. We got a kid, another kid on the way. It's crazy how life changes.
2: Yeah, ben. tell us about that. Allie, catch us up a little bit. Well I mean, you have a kid who we, we all love and we follow on uh, your social media, and then you have another one on the way. Do win and and kind of walk us through how has this came about. Are you planning on more? Are you excited about this? What's going on?
3: Well, Ben, let me tell you about the birds and the bees.
2: How <laughs> <laughs> oh, this happened. <laughs> this happened.
3: Yeah, this no, too. I'm kidding. I'm, Please kidding. Do. I'm kidding.
2: Please do. Yeah, yes. walk me through that.
4: We
3: have our adorable daughter, Molly, who is just the best thing ever. And yes, I'm one of those super lame parents that gives their child an Instagram handle. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, well, you know, I want to snatch it up before somebody else takes it and get her followers. So if she doesn't amount to anything in life, at least she can have an Instagram following. You know what I mean? <laughs> But Smart. no, I'm kidding. She's gonna be a doctor. But um yeah. <laughs> and then we we wanted to have two kids really close together. We wanted them to be two years apart. They're going to be exactly twenty three months apart, so almost Amazing. exactly two years. Um, and we feel super lucky, and I'm finally feeling better. First trimester always sucks for me. It's mm-hmm. the worst. Um, it, but the problem with this pregnancy is that, like, I'm already huge. Like, I already have. You like, are
0: not. I'm sitting right next to her. She's not. She looks perfect. She no, carries beautifully. But my belly is big. What is up with you, Bachelor girls, just carrying, like, magically? I'm going to be the Kim Kardashian of the <laughs> Bachelor franchise when it comes to me getting pregnant. Like, I'm just going to not be able to. My face is going to be so freaking puffy. I'm going to gain 70 pounds. I thought that about myself too, though. Really?
3: In that dinner, I was—I honestly feel better pregnant, like how I look, better about my body and how I look more than when I'm not pregnant. You, so you, because you feel that way about yeah. yourself, you'll probably be super beautiful.
0: Yeah, I think Carly felt the same way. Like Carly gets puffy just in the heat and humidity in um, pa- Bachelor in Paradise, mm-hmm. so she was like, "I am going to blow up like a balloon," and now she's carrying like a little maternity model.
3: Yeah, she's so cute. She, I feel like she's tiny. The first pregnancy, that's the thing. Yeah. your belly doesn't get that big at the beginning. It's more towards the end. The second pregnancy, your body's just like it, just like <laughs> all, just like falls out. Like it's, <laughs> it's fun.
2: <laughs> and and Allie, we, we I, I'm, I love and I hear about it a lot and we were actually talking about before the the episode uh, came on here, you have a a blog. So any new moms or current moms or moms trying to experience or share life with somebody, they can go to your blog, Allie Love, spelled A-L-I-L-U-V-S. Oh, Um, thanks,
3: Ben. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love my kind of blog catch
2: up on what your life is. Yeah please tell us about it
3: Sure I um, I started this blog like I don't know maybe four years ago honestly just to show Like it was when I was on E! News and it was just to show my outfits every day because Everybody was asking about my outfits and then it sort of turned into this like still Outfits I love doing affordable fashion stuff but um, now it's turned into like a mommy blog And really just like a personal venting blog <laughs> probably what you guys do on here yeah. I do on My blog you Got know it. just like it's all like word vomit um, so yeah it's turned into just like really A job for me and it's been great because it's a Allowed me to spend most of my time working from home Mm -hmm. and letting really my full full full-time job be being a mom which has been so awesome so it's been great
0: that is basically my perfect lifestyle yeah in the future yeah it's amazing because (laughs) i (laughs) i mean working a little bit and then being a mom when you get pregnant you can bring your baby
3: here into the studio and you know Give your baby a little microphone and, you know, see, see what they have to say. When I did my first <laughs>
0: interview with Jaden Tanner post-Emmy, she was uh, two weeks old and she was cooing into the mic and oh, it was so adorable. That's
3: so sweet. Yeah,
0: Maybe she'll be your, you know, future Third co
3: host <laughs> coming
2: in here.
3: Uh, <laughs> Who knows? But uh, but yeah, no, you it's. Can been... take my <laughs> no, no, we'd miss you too much. Um, but yeah, so it's been great because, I, you know, I basically, about one or two days a week, I work at Home and Family, which is on the Hallmark Channel, which is a show that um, I've been on for, I think I've been going in there for about a year now, officially for only since September, but it's the best show to be a part of. I'm so Lucky that all my Bachelor crazy stuff has led me, like, sort of on this little TV career path. We which feel has been the amazing. same way. Yeah, it's great, right? And people always say, oh, you're in the entertainment business now, so you must have gone on the show just to be famous. Or, you know, just to be almost famous podcast. But it's like, <laughs> no, it's like these opportunities <clears throat> arise after. And the reason, I'm sure, like, with you, Ben, and same with you, Ashley, that people sort of were drawn to you on the show is because you you know, I don't know a better way to say this, but like to talk or like, you know, True. like like to share. So I've turned that, it's turned into opportunities and I've taken a hold of them and yeah, I get to do this awesome show, Home and Family, and um, one day a week and then do my blog and then be a stay-at-home mom the rest of the time. So awesome. I feel like life
0: is good right now, I cannot complain. That is perfect. And- I've always yeah. So, I've always said the same thing. I'm like, well, yes. Did I? I got my master's in broadcast journalism. Of course, I was excited for the doors it was going to open. Yeah. But if crystals was my husband, I would have probably dropped those dreams and moved to Iowa to be just be a mom and a wife. Like that's just that's my style. Or you would do this podcast yeah. from Iowa. True that. Yeah, <laughs> that would have worked out too.
4: <laughs> Wait, Allie, what do you think of Ari?
3: I love that Ari is The Bachelor. Do you know Ari? I feel like you do. I don't. I've never met Ari, honestly. You know what? I can't even say. This is the crazy thing about being part of The Bachelor family is that, I don't know if this ever happens to you, Ashley, or you, Ben, but sometimes I'll meet somebody and I'll be like, have we met? Because I feel like I know Mm -hmm. them. You know, probably how some of the viewers feel when they meet you. You know, they feel like they know you. Well, I feel like that about contestants. And then like, you know, Sarah, um, Heron the other day, uh. I saw her and I'm like, oh my gosh, nice to meet you. She's like, oh no, we met at Jaden Tanner's wedding. I'm like, oh my gosh, I follow her on social media. So like, I felt like I hadn't met her, but I well, had. Yeah,
0: Jaden Tanner's wedding didn't count. There were so many so people many that people I there. briefly like waved at and yeah, I yeah. didn't get to really know.
3: But so I don't think I've met Ari, um, but uh, you know, we follow each other on social media. So obviously we're super like best friends. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I'm just like, to him because I feel like again, Bringing back to how old I feel, but I feel like it's like a throwback to my era of the show. So I'm excited to. Where does
4: he fall in the timeline? Like, were you was... Bachelor at first, or was Emily? No, no, no Emily she was, was after me. Yeah. Okay, so it was me,
3: Ashley and then Emily oh,
4: so okay, he was actually wow. few... so he's like a youngin so
3: everybody thinks he's old school well mm. um yeah I know he was a few years after me so. I feel like
0: there's like a specific generations and I feel like it may have started again with your season or Jake season mm-hmm. and then I think the new generation started probably with Crystal season yeah yeah probably for sure
4: some of us have been here since the very first one
0: yeah oh. were you a fan of the show beforehand
3: I watched one season of the show before I was on it and that was Jason Mesnick's season and Mm -hmm. I watched it because I was in a crappy relationship and the guy treated me like can I say shit? Yeah. 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 Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I, don't,
3: I don't know. I guess I just did. Um, but I, And I wanted to get out of it. and I needed a distraction. So I was watching Jason Menzik's season and thinking, oh, I would just love it if a guy treated me like this, which is weird because he was dating 25 women at once. <laughs> and, I, and also
4: I, with a juicy ending. The, a very ending was juicy about. ending, oh, yes. That's the, one of the best. Juiciest ever. I know. See, there was a lot
3: of there was a lot of Jews back then. We, it was, need, we need to get some scandal going yeah, on these really future do. seasons. I What's also going like on? That
4: he did stay with her though. So even despite the weird like switcheroo, he's still with her. For anyone listening,
3: having no idea what we're talking
0: about, <laughs> it was a long time ago. But... <laughs>
4: <So> <laughs> but I mean, it's crazy.
0: They've been married for like eight years so Jason now. They have a kid. Picked, yeah. Picked
4: Melissa Rycroft yes. in the finale. He like proposed. Then at the after the final rose. He changed his mind, which I just think is like, Mm -hmm. what? And I can't think of her name. Molly. Molly. Molly
0: Molly Mesnick. How can you forget that? It just rolls off the tongue. She was here the
4: other day. She works for iHeartRadio also. She has a radio show. She does. Yeah, she does.
0: Question. He like... Did he break up with uh Rycroft before? No. After, he I broke up
3: with was, her on live TV? I think <laughs> so. she was blindsided. I think she was. But this is, you guys know how the show works. So yeah. you know how the producers can, you know, I hate to word use the word manipulate, but like they can sway, say, sway you know, like hey, you can't say anything before encourage. because of this or yeah, encourage exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sure he was Made to feel like that was his only option, and I'm sure he's she such knew a good guy. things
4: weren't great. You know what I mean? People yes. know. Oh,
3: absolutely. You know, like the little rendezvous. I was
4: gonna say,
0: how do. was the, how was those happy couple weekends? Oh, they were probably <laughs> the <not> worst. They're not happy. <laughs> obviously, yeah. So you God,
4: know. I just remembered you. I forgot. I fully forgot an entire relationship you had because in
0: so Wait, you're talking about? We're gonna talk, I'm talking bring to bring it back to Roberto. I just had now. a
4: weird, yeah, because in my mind, Allie, I know Allie's husband, and she's so married to him. I it's like. You've been married to him forever. Yeah. I literally just had this realization, like, oh, my God, you dated the guy that you got engaged to.
3: Yeah. Whoa. Who? you talking about yeah. Roberto? Yeah. No, that it's weird. That seems like a lifetime ago. It seems like another life. Yeah. It's funny. I was just saying the other day to somebody, like, I would actually, at this point, it's so funny, because they were actually considering Roberto to be The Bachelor after, um, we split up and i was so upset about it like i was just like it was too fresh like i was just like that's not okay like you can't do this to me like i don't want to see that um because look you know obviously people from the show are you know recycled and you you know the the cast off of the previous season becomes the bachelor but it's the cast off it's not someone who was actually in a real long-term relationship after the show so anyway at this point though you know i'm married i'm happy it's been so long i mean I, i i've Texted with Roberto the other day. Like we're totally cordial. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he just is he single. I think so. I think
4: he is because I think that they've been looking at him for other things.
3: For things, yeah. I would be so like on board for him to be the bachelor. Like I would be rooting along with him with everybody else watching. Like. I I I honestly think it'd be cool if it happened.
0: So he was so my type when I was watching your season. I was like, I would be just as physically attracted to this man and not and be blind to everyone else, just like Allie's being right now. I feel like you'd make a
3: good couple, honestly. Oh, (laughs) yeah, I do. I do. He's a good guy. He's he is a good guy. We just were totally, you know, we just didn't. Sometimes it doesn't match up together. Uh You know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I would be into seeing him seeing him do it in the future. Ben, I'm sure everybody asks you this all the time. But would you do it again? Oh,
2: uh, that is such a good question, Um, uh, Would I do it again? Um, I could. I have such a hard time now saying no, and I would never do anything again because I find myself saying that and then doing the exact same thing I said I would never do again. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, I honestly, I can't even imagine. Like it would. It gives me anxiety to even think about the idea. Of stepping back into that role and like going about it, I just think dating on television is really hard.
3: Yeah, and then sure. dating
2: afterwards even is even harder. And so I, I don't know if I'd want to put myself or anybody else through that again. I don't. I, I it would be really hard for me to say yes to.
0: Do you know what I want to put you in though, Ben?
2: What? What's that?
0: A Blue Apron.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh wow! My nice job, Ashley. You know that's Amy. Away.
0: Amy in my fantasy. With Ben (laughs) cooking in his kitchen in the Blue Apron and and no shirt shirt on. (laughs) Well, guys, the holidays are here. Family's in town. It is time to make some food. Blue Apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S. And while you may know what they do, do you know all the types of meals that you can eat when you cook with Blue Apron? It's not just burgers. It is short rib burgers with a hoppy cheddar sauce on a pretzel bun. Damn, that sounds really good I right feel now. I like
4: think Ben should do this for us for Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm serious, Ben. Wait, are you saying just the apron? Just the apron and cooking <laughs> us blue apron is... and making it like amazing candlelight, the whole thing.
0: This is what we'll do. We'll take pictures of Ben and post it on social media of him doing this for all the single girls out there on Valentine's Day. Um, they also have a seared oh, steak geez. with pan sauce, That's mashed what, potatoes. I want that for Valentine's yeah. Day. Oh, this one. Okay, mashed potatoes, green beans, and crispy shallots. Yeah. You can make all of this under forty-five minutes without a trip to the grocery store. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone.
4: Right. We're making it so easy for Ben to keep us happy.
0: So so easy. <laughs> Listen to these other recipes for December. There's roasted chicken with maple butter, mmm, maple butter, with mashed sweet potatoes and collard greens, chili butter steaks with lemon parmesan broccoli. Love the sound of lemon parmesan broccoli and potatoes. And Blue Apron is treating you to your first three meals. That is a $30 value. You got to go to blueapron.com slash almost famous. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash almost famous blue apron, a better way to cook.
2: Wow. That was incredible. Ashley, you are incredible. <laughs> and I would love, I would love to cook you guys some dinner sometimes, but I, 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 I think uh, health code requires me to wear a shirt. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Ali, I know life. We we just kind of touched on it, but I know life post bachelorette got really crazy and really. Uh, had a lot of opportunities for you really quickly. Uh, can you help all of us kind of understand? Because I think you were one of the first to really step into the world of entertainment or hosting at really after The Bachelorette. And you did a great job at it. You've been really successful. And as you said, you're, you're now doing a show um, on, on uh, the Hallmark Channel. Kind of how has that experience been for you? And it's led you up to this point today. Do you feel like you've grown a lot since The Bachelorette?
3: Oh, my gosh. I feel like I, I'm a completely different person. I still sometimes will get tweets from people saying, remember when you were mean to Vienna on The Bachelor? And I was just like, I was 24 <laughs> years old. Like, that was a decade ago. I'm 33 with a daughter, and, like, I'm it's, it's, I'm a different person. So, Too yeah, much. I've completely changed since then. And I obviously don't agree with all of my behavior back then on the show. We've all been there. We've all made mistakes on the show, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for me, I went on the show wholeheartedly wanting to find love. Mm-hmm. Like not not the bachelor. I went on the bachelor for a good time
0: and a free drinks okay yeah. nobody,
3: nobody anyone yeah. who tells you they go on as a contestant to like really find love i feel like is, it's a kind of a little bs
0: oh yeah um, i actually just watched ari's first episode and like all these girls being like i am so excited to be here to find love i'm like you you really think that that one man that you're paired up with is going to be your love right. i mean come on guys Yeah, love like, you but you
3: go on open to finding <laughs> love
0: for sure right like right. i was a hopeless romantic guy. of course if you're not looking for a husband then get out yeah
3: like i was like like i said earlier in a really bad relationship so i just wanted a distraction right mm-hmm. um so yeah but then once i realized okay this is possible to find love once i became the bachelorette that's when i went on like really to find love mm-hmm. but this is a thing i had to leave my job at facebook to be the bachelorette i had to leave it i left all my stock i didn't have a ton of stock i wasn't like super early like some people but enough um i had to leave my stock options because i wasn't invested um and, this is uh, to go on Jake's season. No. Oh, this is to be The Bachelor. Yeah, okay. this would be is what's to be The Bachelor. Okay. So Phew. look, I, <laughs> I knew at that point that I. Had to figure out how to survive after that I needed to figure out how to make money after that Mm. So did I go on Thinking oh well I'm just going To find love and then I'm going to go to Nebraska And never (laughs) Step foot in the entertainment industry again No I didn't think that way Mm. you know I did think I'm going to take advantage of every opportunity In fact the best advice I ever got And I think somebody else told me they got this advice From Jimmy Kimmel once Um, uh, You know we were lucky enough to go on his show After the seasons and He said to me make all the money you can yeah. right now. I, no, I
0: love that advice.
3: Yeah, because he said, yeah, he, look. He, he gave
2: that advice to me too. And Chris Cole. He said, do as much as you can. Make as much money as you can with the burden that is fame. And I think that is, I mean, it is such a, a, a brilliant uh, piece of advice because, you know, we're all hesitant to do anything with it post-bachelor or bachelorette. But what he's saying is, hey, you're already going to, your, your name's already out there your face is going to be everywhere like do something with that because you're not going to get away away with it
3: Right, right. No, that's so funny. He must like give us all that advice, which is great advice. I'm glad when he did. When I was it. on
0: Jimmy, he didn't say this. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It was through, it was via FaceTime, yeah. so it was a little different and yeah. less personal. Yeah. But for me, he, he said this, you know, I think it was off camera. That's yeah, probably why exactly. he was on camera. <laughs> yeah. You know, Actually make as much money as possible yes. <laughs> on live TV.
3: <laughs> but no, for, you know, he said to me too is it's fleeting. And that's one mm, thing right. with the show. You are a hot commodity right after the show is over. And It's funny. I feel like every bachelor contestant kind of goes through this. Honestly maybe except for you Ben because you're just the nicest person on the face of the planet But I feel like every Bachelor or Bachelorette when the show is over they kind of feel like they're super important Right everybody wants to talk to them everybody wants their interview you know so it's kind of And I've heard this from other people in the industry that like some of the Bachelor or bachelor They get a little bit too much on their high horse after Mm -hmm. the show but then a year passes. Let's say they break up from their relationship. Then really they're not as people don't care as much anymore. And then the fame starts going away mm-hmm. and they start becoming nice and being their them real, their real selves again. I, I feel like that that's happened with so many people. Um, Me too. Honestly, like I feel like after the show, I all of a sudden thought I was very important and like kind of put, because you got kind of to put up these walls of like, everyone's trying to get a piece of you that you feel like you kind of have to like shut everybody out and then it comes across wrong. And you know, it's a, a cycle, but um. But anyway, I feel like it, the fame goes away, so you got to like take a hold of those opportunities right at the beginning, and that's what I did. you know, I feel like I really kind of just like grasp onto every opportunity I could get. and I knew one thing that I was good at was public speaking.
0: I think that you and I you really were my role model.
3: Oh, well, that is like seriously the nicest thing. Thank you for saying that oh, well, thank and
0: then you know, thank I, you for being you. <laughs>
3: Stop it. <laughs> Stop. But um But yeah. So and then here I am. I mean, I'm lucky that I've been able to stay in the industry someone and make a living out of it. And I feel super grateful for that. But I think the problem is the people that like go in thinking that's going to be their path and never is. Mm-hmm. I didn't like go in thinking that I'd be so here true. eight years later, right. you know, working on a TV show in, at, you know, in, on Universal Plaza. Um, I thought, you know, I'd be way done with it by now. So I think if you go in not really expecting it, it kind of happens for you. And it's a lot of hard work too. Yeah, you have
4: to work hard. Yeah. So
3: this industry isn't all like glam that you see on TV. It's also, you know, you still work for it, even though we obviously got the big bump of being on the show and becoming recognizable.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that's what I was saying. Ali. you give some good advice and I think one of the things uh, about you and even talking to you at at the wedding a few years ago that I appreciate is you are honest with your successes and failures, and have you, you've kind of handled yourself post-Bachelorette and kind of this platform that Ashley and I always say, it's just been given to us. Um, and what would be your advice to anybody out there that is either going to go on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor or just trying to pursue a career that they feel is almost untouchable right now? What would be your advice to them, and how do you handle yourself as a person with character during that process?
3: Well, I think you can't. The the big problem is I think you can't go on the show kind of expecting there to be a career afterwards. You know, if it's in the back, like, I guess for me, was it in the back of my mind that I needed to seize opportunities afterwards because I just gave up one of the best jobs of my life and all, you know, Mm -hmm. yes, it was. But I think you need to make your main focus like not about that. Because I think when you start making it about that, that's a problem. I think after the show, the biggest thing to get on the show, I don't know if you guys agree with this. I think to get on the show, you have to be a hundred percent open and willing to talk about anything in your feelings absolutely right like yeah. like people always say like what I'm, I'm doing casting for a bachelor tomorrow what is your advice for me I'm like be willing to talk about everything going on in your life be super vulnerable super open and just like if they ask you like the most personal question ever you answer it yeah like don't say like yeah, I'm not comfortable that's great answering.
2: advice Sally yeah that's such that is good awesome. advice. you I've, I've never thought of I've never thought of that even though I've done this so many times. Is Because people ask all the time, well, the advice, that is great advice because you better be ready to have your life completely displayed on television, maybe for years to come.
3: Right, right. And you know what? If, if you're a crier, let yourself cry during uh, the yep. casting. Like, so, <laughs> did you cry during casting? I actually? didn't, but I
0: think I probably did like show emotion. Like when I was talking about like having never had a boyfriend, yeah. I was probably like, I know this is awkward. Like, this is so awkward to like vocalize to a stranger, but you feel, you sound a little bit emotional and- I, of course, had to talk about I talked about the virginity thing in my casting, yeah. and I knew that it would help me get on the show, Mm -hmm. which is why I was open about talking about it, but it was also true. It wasn't something that I came up with to get on the show. (laughs) People, of course, during my first season, they're like, how this girl is just, she came up with something to get attention, and I'm like, no, oh. and I think after a season or two, they were like, oh, no, she's 100% legit. This girl's yeah. awkward ass. <laughs> Beep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you were open about all that during casting, Would you yeah. have to be. That's how you get cast in the show. After you get on the show, this is my thing. You, you are, if you make it to the end, uh, it, towards the end, I guess, and become sort of a face of the show. That's how you're going to get the opportunities. Mm-hmm. It just is. It's such a bummer because, like, people who kind of get eliminated the first couple episodes will be like, What should I do? How do I get? And I'm just like, And you're like, You're sorry. But... I'm like, I'm sorry, but people don't know your face enough. Like, you know, you, you're going to have to go about it the hard way, well, you know, really the traditional way, which is like working your way up from the bottom as like a PA assistant and then going up, you know, all respect to PA, PA, um, or they are, that's what the assistant is, production assistant. But, um, But anyway, uh, I mostly say if you do have a little bit from it, like take advantage of it at the beginning, but like be, and I apologize if Ashley or Ben, you've done any of this, but be careful not to jump on the bachelor bandwagons. I think that's one of the things that I've like really tried not to do in in terms of making um, it not just about like posting an Instagram to make money, right? Like Mm -hmm. turning into something else, making it more authentic. I don't know if that really makes sense. I don't want to like insult anybody or put anybody down. But for instance, I'll say this. After the show, I was given the opportunity to rep a brand that I was not comfortable with. It was a brand that I thought sent a wrong message to young girls um about body image. And it's like a I diet pill or something? Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't a healthy. Like there are some healthy ones out there. Not even a healthy diet pill, but like all natural ones mm-hmm. that I actually think maybe I did do a campaign with. But it was like one of those ones that's like like the feramine in it or something. I don't mm-hmm. know what that ingredient is. That's not good for you. So I was offered. I think I can't remember exactly, but like honestly, it was like half a million dollars. What? Like it was a great. I've never been offered anything like that. That amount, not even close. I was just beside myself. It was for like a long-term campaign. This was right after the bachelor. And it was so hard for me to turn that down because that would have changed my life. Mm-hmm. That would my have been a house. house. That would I mean it would have changed my life, but it and I chose, I remember having long talks with like my friend who was like a kind of manager to me at the time, um, and my lawyer and we just decided like collectively as like a team that like That's not the message I want to send to young girls out there. And that's not the kind of brand that I want to put out there for myself. So I could have taken it, but I didn't. And, you know, sometimes even I'm like, should I just have taken it? Would it really have affected anything? But at the time, I didn't want to because that was my thing. But damn, well, now
0: we really have to give you a round of applause. Yeah. (laughs) we do the
4: same thing here. I mean, we're very, very picky about people that we let sponsor this show. And we have to believe in them. And they have to be fit for Ben and Ashley Mm -hmm. and it's like I respect that and I believe in that for them too
3: I think that is the key to longevity and you know congratulations to you guys and your fourth season coming up the end of season three um but I think that's a key and it's great that you guys are doing that because I think like keeping true to yourselves and your brand and not you know people say like all these things when bachelor people post Instagram for money it's selling out it's not selling out if it's a product they really like it's selling out when it's Mm -hmm. something that they wouldn't use or are uncomfortable with, right. so I think that's the key to like having a career after the Bachelor.
4: I use L'Oreal because of Blake Lively, so my thing because like, <laughs> hey. her hair is.
3: <laughs> look, if you would take a you know a diet pill to in your regular life and you want to endorse it, then do it. Right. You know, so I'm not saying that product is bad. That's just not something I do. Right, so that's right, right, why it's right. something that I couldn't get on board with. Got
2: it. Love it. Speaking of products, I have a product I use every day that just happens to sponsor this podcast, and I want to tell you all about them. Awesome. It's called BioClarity. BioClarity, finding the right skincare routine is key. Allie and Ashley, we all know this, okay? So Mm -hmm. BioClarity is delivered straight to you and is an easy as twice a daily three-step system that's natural. Without harsh chemicals, BioClarity helps you maintain clear skin that makes you feel confident and ready to take on your day. BioClarity is suitable for all skin types. It is dermatologist-developed, tested, and recommended. BioClarity is 100% vegan, cruelty, gluten-free, and paraben-free. So, three easy steps that I do every day, and that's why they're part of this podcast, because we like them. I cleanse, then I treat, and then I restore. All of that is sent to you with your BioClarity package. So here's the call to action. Our listeners, everyone listening to this podcast, will get the first month for only nine ninety five plus free shipping. That's a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter our code, FAMOUS. Okay, finally, an acne treatment that actually works, bioclarity.com. And you don't forget to use the promo code, FAMOUS, to get the deal that I just mentioned before. Everybody, do BioClarity. It's great. We believe in it. And that's why they sponsor the podcast.
0: I love it. Paraben free, free too. And we feel like that's pregnancy safe for me. Oh, 100%. And we get so many emails about people whose skin have been clearing up because of it. That's awesome.
2: awesome. Wait, what's paraben free? uh, uh, Mommy, Ali, can you please explain (laughs) to me what a paraben is?
3: I mean, from, I think, I don't want to misspeak, but like, there's not like a bunch of chemicals in it. Parabens are like bad for your skin and
0: stuff. So, something's, Uh, something's, I mean,
3: they're not bad for you, but like they say if you're pregnant, you should use products that are paraben-free. So I was psyched to hear you say
0: that. Yeah,
3: Um, before you leave us, Allie,
0: I love to like tie in the way people whose Bachelor or Bachelorette experiences didn't actually work in the traditional way, but they did end up meeting their husband or wife somehow through the opportunities that they got through the show. We had Andrew Firestone on like a month ago, and he was telling us about how Mm -hmm. he was here to record an after show or something, and he ended up meeting his wife while like at a bar in LA and he wouldn't have been there if it weren't for the show. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you kind of met your husband in a similar way. You you were the host of First Look, which is so interesting because Ben and I actually have a Golden Globes episode of First Look coming out. Oh, that's awesome. In like a week. <laughs> yeah. cool. I know. Look at this. So full circle. I know. But anyway, tell us about how you met your husband through that.
4: Yeah.
3: So I um after actually right after Roberto and I ended our engagement and broke up, I randomly got a call. Um, from somebody saying the show first look wants you to host it because they thought I was perfect because they're like oh she just ended her engagement so we can send her all over the country for, <laughs> you know and, and she'll be fine with it because she has no attachment <laughs> that must
4: be wait, why Ben and I are, wait, whoa, that's must have been why came oh, to wait. us too, no, no. <laughs> oh,
3: too right no. <laughs> you guys oh, you guys are God doing God the specials the specials are like reserved for like very important people um, so you guys should feel I don't even think I did any of
0: the specials Ben's done some non-specials as well
3: oh. Oh, no. <laughs> but but This this is a little different in the sense that it was nonstop. I mean, that show, I loved it, but, man, it was hard. I traveled. I was on a plane every, like, three days for a year and a half. Like, that wears on you. So you can't have any attachments. So, anyway, they had me do this show. So I went and did First Look. And my now husband, um, uh, he was, uh, his best friend was one of the producers for the show in Chicago. And I was in Chicago doing a um, round of episodes and his best friend who's my producer asked Kevin to come on and co-host one of the episodes with me. So he came on and co-host one of the episodes. He was in a very serious relationship at the time. So um we didn't we didn't uh you know instantly fall in love or anything, but man the men, the men and I met him. I was like, "Oh, Dang it. Like, I, this guy would be perfect for me. And of course, he's taken. So, Mm. um, I mean, he was married at the time. So he was very taken. Um, So I just kind of like forgot about it. And then, you know, six months later, my producer, when I was back in Chicago, he was like, Yeah, you know, you know, I said, Oh, how is Kevin doing and everything? He said, Oh, you know, he's okay. He's kind of going through a rough time. He's going through a divorce. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then deep down inside, I was like, Yes. (laughs) I mean, I feel so bad, like, even to say that out loud. But like, I just knew this guy was like, meant for me i don't know just like the second i met him i knew he would have been perfect for me
4: the universe knew too and you didn't cause the problems so Hallelujah, you know, whatever. Exactly.
3: No, it all worked out the way it should, obviously. Um, and uh, yeah, so if it wasn't, I always say, like, people will say, would you let your daughter Molly be the Bachelorette one day or go on The Bachelor? And I'm like, yes. If it wasn't for The Bachelor or Bachelorette, she would not exist because I never that's would amazing. have had that TV show. I never would have met Kevin. Or maybe I would have, just a different way. Who knows? Yeah. But so how could I say to her, no, you can't go on that show? And one, you can't go on to you're 18 anyway. And at that point, I can't control her. 21, so. but yeah. Oh, <laughs> is 21? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, and at that point, oh, I guess I that's a good thing. Imagine if they had a bunch of eighteen-year-olds. No, they have to not, not allow that because of drinking reasons. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, unless they took the show maybe to like Copenhagen or something for yeah, a season. That's I wonder right. if they would be allowed. But we don't need anybody younger. They
0: actually, uh, I think I know that in other countries they can be below twenty-one for that reason.
3: On the shows Mm -hmm. like that's funny yeah. But you know what people are already saying there's too many Young girls on RE season this season I feel like a lot of times like really Anyone under 21 for sure Has some growing to do before they need to get married So let's keep it at at 21 at least We
0: should raise it to 25 really I think think so too Uh I totally think so, hey, guys.
2: Guys, the more the, the the more age we raise it to, the less drama we get. And we just talked earlier. We need more drama. We need more, more juiciness. Do we so need more drama? 16. Too sixteen. Let's go
0: with sixteen. I don't know, Ben. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's more people they're craving romance than drama these days.
2: Hey, I, I hey, I actually I'm all about that. But the first couple of weeks are still fun to watch the train wreck. You're right. So I, I'm just I'm just saying I like that. I, I I'm really interested in in one thing here. Uh, if we, if you don't mind, I would like to take it back a few years, um, because you know the Bachelor has had uh, just a lot of press recently. There's been a lot of negatives to it, uh, and you know, it, but the Bachelor is still something that I know you and I uh, participated in and, and found somebody that we really cared about. If you don't mind, you, might, I mean, did you really find love on the Bachelorette, or it, was that relationship real to you, or was it just more of being caught up in the moment by being on the show? Mm.
3: The relationship to me when we got engaged was absolutely real in my mind. I mean, there are parts of me looking back, I think like, was I really ready? Was I just caught up in the moment? I do think I was caught up in the moment. I do think I was caught up in the idea of wanting to get engaged and wanting it to work out, knowing how much pressure would be on me to have something work out. Um, And I do think. I do think it was real In the sense of Any relationship That's not meant to be How it starts out You know It started out great Like oh my gosh I thought he was The hottest thing In the world When Mm -hmm. we were together Like I just couldn't Every time I saw him I think on camera even I just made out with him Because I just like Couldn't resist myself Um, (laughs) So (laughs) But like Resist myself I couldn't resist him Um, So I You know I do think it was real But I think I knew Pretty early on In my case That it wasn't Going to work Just because I I realized how fundamentally different we were right from the get-go in terms of our beliefs on um, just, like, how things work in a household. You know, like re- like small things that we were just mm-hmm. so fundamentally different on that I knew right away. But, like, any, any relationship I've ever been in, I don't know about you guys, but regardless of the show, before the show, I've always stayed in too long. Like, it should have ended Mm -mm. a year before, months before, and you stay in it, you stay in it, you fight for it. I'm sure people listening can totally relate to this. You know you should break up with this guy, but he just, you love him so much, so you try and you try and you try to make it work. So I think that's kind of what I went through. I knew very early on, probably within, honestly, the first few weeks, (laughs) to be honest, that, like, this wasn't, something was off. Mm -hmm. But I believed deep down in my heart that, like, we loved each other, and we could make it
0: work. So, how did it feel to accept a proposal from somebody who you had that gut feeling it wasn't going to work ha- oh, out? Oh, sorry, with. I didn't have that
3: at the proposal. Oh, you I had that. Didn't. okay. Once
0: we were in like a ha- the happy
3: couple getaways. Ah, got it. Um, those were actually fine. I think we had one little argument during that time that I was kind of like, "Oh, this is not good." Um, but I think it was after after we came out publicly. I should say, mm-hmm. within a few weeks after that, I was okay. kind of like, "Okay, something." And we were together a year and a half. After mm-hmm. the show right. Or after we got engaged That's um, long now Yeah I mean that is I mean a decent amount of time At the time It was the At the time When we broke up We had been the longest Engaged couple That didn't get married From the show wow. I mean now those people Have been together a lot longer But at the time It was very long Um And I just But I think that's the thing It wasn't just Yes there was the pressure Of the public To stay together Yes there was the pressure Um, you know, of, you know, even the show wanting us to stay together. Um, But the biggest pressure was the pressure I put on myself to want to stay together because I just I knew this guy was great. He was good looking. He was responsible. He was very kind to people, a good person. Why wasn't I why wasn't this working? Like I was like upset with myself. So, you know, I think I put the most pressure on myself for sure. But, you know, I think we that all do that. Sense. I think we all do that in relationships. Yeah. We stay in a relationship too long and you knew you should get out. All your friends are telling you, this guy or this girl is bad for you. Get out of this relationship. And you're like, oh, but I don't know. I love him. And, you know, we're meant to be. And that's kind of what I was going through in my head. And then one day I just said, this is not right. And just, it was very, it ended very abruptly. Hmm. But,
0: well, Allie. I get it. Thank you for telling us all about your bachelor journey. We need to talk about what you're doing currently. With your new It's the, it's a new show right It's starting to It just started to air It's been well, on No Home and it's Family actually. It's
3: crazy Home and Family I feel like has been on For like 20 years Or something It's like a super Long running show It used to be um, On another network But it's on Hallmark Channel Now oh, okay. And it's in it's Sixth season On Hallmark Channel um, It's such a great show I mean I know we talked About how like This business Can You're be You're really the new hard. host Of it though no, no 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 I'm not and Mark um, and Debbie Are the co-hosts Of she the do show segments on it Yeah 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 I fill <laughs> in sometimes Yeah uh, <laughs> I fill in for them sometimes um, When they're out Doing stuff um, They're the craziest um, They have the craziest schedule And they work harder Than anybody in the business um, But the great thing About this show So I'm, we call What I'm called Is a family member On the show you oh, know? Right. And, and the thing is It might sound cheesy Like honestly When I first got on the show I'm like I'm a family member Like, <laughs> Well I'm like a correspondent Or I'm a big I get it now because we are a family on that show. It is truly the best show to be a part of. I'm not just saying that because I know they're going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm truly not just it is the truth. Like people care about each other there. If, if someone has a hardship whether it's Someone on the camera crew or a producer or anybody has a hardship in their life. We pull together money to help them out. Like, it is one of the best working environments that I've ever been in, and I feel so fortunate and lucky to be part of the show. Like, if nobody, the show's doing great, thankfully, but if nobody watched the show, I still would want to be on it every day just because it's such a great environment to be a part of. Um, and they give us food every day, which is really nice.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> always a perk, and it always makes me feel like I'm gonna gain a solid ten pounds just from working there every day.
3: Yep, yep. I actually, on the way here, I think I filled up a to-go, to-go container and was like eating <laughs> fried cauliflower and like <laughs> yeah. all this stuff. But yeah, I eat a lot there. Donuts in the morning. What, what can you do?
2: What exactly is the show about though uh, Just real quick for anybody listening If they want to tune in What what, what should they expect
3: Yeah so actually Kind of like oh. you were saying Actually how like People really want like Some good feelings right now Like mm-hmm. you said they want the romance I think right now With like the state of our world And everything going on And every time you turn on the news It's like another sad story um, That people just kind of want Like a, to feel good Right And so the show is a lifestyle show Where we do a lot of cooking segments Like you'll learn how to bake Like a champ After watching our show um, We do a lot of DIY segments Um, I do fashion I do a lot of kiddo stuff So like fun activities To do with your kids What a perfect mix Of stuff Um, for you Yeah it's so much fun It's a great show Um, And so we do that And I feel like people Just kind of go to Hallmark right now Not just for the like Awesome binge worthy Hallmark movies. Come on, everybody. You and Matt, you're watching those Hallmark Christmas <laughs> movies right now.
0: Oh, uh, I am. But you yeah, also go to Hallmark guys. for like the warm and fuzzies. Totally. Yeah. So that's
3: what our show is all about. It's just about feeling good. And this is the thing the warm and fuzzies that you see on the show are legit what's happening on the show, even behind the scenes, which is why it works. So perfect. Yeah. You should come on, you guys, sometime. Both oh, of you. We would seriously. love to
0: do something with you. Yeah. There. Let's
3: do something. We'll have to plan something and, and do it. Yeah. We had Eric Bigger on the show recently. Oh, he was on Rachel's season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we, uh, uh, we'll have to It's just up the road It's a rock's throw Away from here So you guys Will have to come up Amazing Well you are just A
0: great guest You're everything That we I've ever thought You'd be Smart and articulate And warm and beautiful So thank you so much For being here Ashley
3: and I are Officially yeah. I'm going to make her Hang out with me Every day Just so I can feel As good as I feel Right now feel
2: My like original
3: My
0: original bachelorette
2: No I'm, I'm not I'm not kidding I, I, Allie, I literally tell everybody I like to hang out With Ashley Not because she's Just awesome But because she makes me feel awesome all the time Uh, and that's why she's a she's a good co-host here so hey uh before you leave Allie, i want to i want to say it one more time if you want some more warm warm and fuzzies in your life make sure to check out Allie and the rest of the great team on the home and family uh television show on the hallmark channel and then also uh for your everyday reading visit allyloves.com that's dot scom Hey, Allie, I I really, I want to personally thank you for coming on the Almost Famous Podcast. Uh, I have to go, and so I'm going to hand this over to Allie and Ashley to take it from here. Hey, I appreciate you both, and we will talk very soon on uh, episode one of season four, uh, January uh, 2nd. I'll talk to you later, guys. Thank you. Bye, Ben. Ben. Merry
0: Christmas.
2: Yeah, Merry Christmas to you all.
0: All right, Allie, we have some insane callers um I'm looking at their stories right now there was a girl her name is Emily I'm hoping we can get her on the phone her boyfriend broke up with her this month by dumping her in a best man speech like as she sat in the audience of a wedding reception he said in his speech like he broke up with her so Emily will be on to tell this dumping story that's insane just a few minutes But first, we have to talk about one of our very favorite sponsors. Have you ever tried a pair of MeUndies? No.
3: Oh my God! Oh, they... Wait, me undies. Me undies. Oh yes! No, I actually bought those as a subscription for my husband. He loves them. All right. Yeah. Thank you.
0: <laughs> ben and I get so stoked whenever we do a me undies ad because we love them so much. Um, we both got pairs when we were on The Bachelor in our swag bags, and I know that I will never find a more comfortable pair of underwear. Yeah. Ever again. No, I actually I haven't got them myself
3: yet, but now I might have to. I, I got them for my husband. Um, and he's obsessed with them you get like a different one every month that comes in the mail he loves them
0: they're amazing every year millions of people receive the least liked gift of all time which is underwear but we still give them to our loved ones just like Allie we just don't want it um, but maybe it's not the underwear that's the problem it's the kind of underwear that we're giving so let's talk about undies. they're the only underwear that actually does make an amazing gift they have a soft, flexible waistband. They're three times softer than cotton. And this is, I don't know, what are they made out of? Unicorn hairs. <laughs> no unicorns <laughs> are harmed, though. Don't worry. They're natural, sustainable source. They're made of natural, sustainable source fiber. Miundis have underwear. Miundis made underwear the perfect gift that everyone is going to love. It's a its a holiday miracle because people are actually going to appreciate underwear as a gift don't give just regular underwear, though, guys. Give me undies. This holiday season, get your exclusive 20% off the softest underwear and socks that you'll ever wear. There's also free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So head over to meundies.com slash almost famous. That is meundies.com slash almost famous and join this crew of people who are just obsessed with me undies it's actually funny
3: that you said it make a great christmas gift because actually last year i was thinking in my head when did i start that subscription for him i started it for him last year at christmas because he told me that's what he wanted so he told me i want me undies i want underwear for christmas (laughs) so that's how i found out about it that's how he had it he still gets them now a year later so it really does make a great gift
0: you're gonna have to re-up that subscription (laughs) all right emily is on the phone emily are you there Hi, Ashley. Yes. Hey, it's Allie Fetitowski-Mano and Ashley. Ben had to leave. Hi. Oh, so, oh that's fine. So sorry you had. I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sure you <laughs> called just good. for Ben. But she was probably
3: calling for Ben because of what happened to her. At least she thought, oh, I'm going to talk to a cute, nice, single guy. Exactly. And she stuck with us. And we have
0: this segment that we like to call Dr. Ben, where he gives the best relationship advice. And, I, Emily, I don't know if I'm, I can give you advice on this topic, but I'm here to listen. For emotional support. Emotional okay. support, yes. Yeah. So please tell us the story.
1: So me and my boyfriend have been dating about nine months, and he is a uh, brother. And he was the best man in his brother's wedding. So I was his date, I was the best man's date. I don't know, I mean, me and him have only been dating nine months, so, I mean, we know, I know his family very well, um, and I. but I mean, I'm, you know, the best man's date. So I'm like, in doing all like the wedding party stuff the whole entire weekend, um, which is like, totally fine with me, you know, I get along with strangers. Um, I, I try to know everyone in the wedding party, but obviously I knew his brother, but, Anyway, so he gets up to do the best man speech um, the, you know, the wedding's on a Saturday night, and there's about 300 people at the wedding, so it's, you know, a pretty big wedding. And he's standing in front of everyone, and he says, you know, whenever I look at Colin, Colin's his brother, whenever I look at Colin and Sarah, you know, the way I see Colin look at Sarah, I just know that they're meant to be forever, and um, I, you can just tell that he feels like she's his life partner. And and then he goes, and I don't know if everyone here has met my girlfriend, Emily. And he points me out, and I'm obviously like, oh my God, where is this going? And I'm. You probably thought he was going to propose. Yeah. Well, well that's, I'll get to that part later. So um, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, where is this going? And I mean, I proposed, proposing, like, I knew that wasn't going to happen. I mean, I kind of figured that would happen probably after, you know, a few more years just because both of us are in our mid 20s right now. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so. I'm you know, I'm, I'm kind of scared, I'm like, I don't know all these people here, but I figured it wasn't gonna be a big deal and he says and whenever I look at Emily, um, you know, I just kinda of think, Nah. <gasps> and yeah, I know. And Oh so, goodness. No, and here's the thing, like it's what? not like <laughs> right. So the thing is half of the room are like yes, and they're just like shocked and horrified that this happened and then the other half, you know. Laughed it was a joke. Right. And I would think that's a joke, but it wasn't. Yeah, a joke. It, it would have been the least funny
0: joke ever.
1: Exactly. It was kind of, it kind of it was that, like, I know he was so nervous during a speech and at the beginning of the speech, because all week i did been like, oh, please practice for me, practice for me. And he was like, no, I'm, I'm just going to win it. It's going to be fine. Because um, he's very charismatic and is good at speaking in front of people. And I was like, okay, that's going to be fine. And so then I, I noticed him getting nervous in the speech and I kind of am like, you know, getting nervous for him kind of. And then he kind of just throws me under the bus with this stupid joke. And I'm anyways, and so I'm very thankful that at least some people were laughing because I didn't want everyone, at least 300 people in this room that like, I I only know like probably like 50 of them. I don't want them to think that I'm, you know, like hurt or embarrassed, but I, I don't know. I should be able to feel hurt and embarrassed, but, um, so I just kind of pretend like it's no big deal for the rest of the wedding, and people are you know coming up to me and they're like kind of just pitying me, yeah. and it's so frustrating because, and I don't want to sound conceited, but you know it, our relationship, you know, I mean, it's obviously I don't really, like you know if someone's the reacher and someone's like the um what is you're the, the hot Was, one in the relationship. Is well, that I mean, he's very attractive. He's very attractive. I you're the full package
0: in the in the relationship.
1: Well, I don't want to say that, but I mean, I'm I'm sure his friends view that 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 way, but I think my friends kind of view him as like the full package. Like, we compliment each other well.
4: Why? Like, why did he feel the need to do that? Well, I'm sure you're saying
0: you must have forced a breakup now once you address this in an actual conversation with him.
1: Right. So, like, I get back. so So, basically, right when we get back to the hotel room, I just like start crying, and I'm like so mad at him, and he's like kind of like oh my gosh I didn't realize that I would be that because you know and he just like had had so little lack of empathy and I mean he I mean was apologetic and sorry that he just you know I I'm just like like what's wrong with you basically like why would you ever think that's okay and like I know you don't feel that way but you just humiliated me in front of 300 people and also I've only known your brother for nine months like in what world is it okay to include someone in, their, in this, a speech given at his wedding? Like, I was the only name, you know? It's not like he, like, mentioned his parents or anything. It's like, he's only known me for nine months. What did like, he that's say? So embarrassing. Basically, he was just like, I'm sorry. I was so nervous. Um... You know, he said something like, you Was know, he
0: wasted be the best man ever
1: again. I mean, yeah, yeah, he, I mean, he definitely took a bunch of tequila shots right before he went up there. But I don't even want to blame it on the alcohol because I, I mean feel either. like he's always able to control himself when he drinks alcohol. So it's like it doesn't really matter how much he had to drink. So
3: did you guys but, break up um, on the spot after yeah. when you had this conversation in the hotel room?
1: No, I waited until like after all the wedding festivities were taken over. Okay. I was, I just didn't want to take any attention away from the people getting married. I was, so southless. Know, it would be more embarrassing.
3: Um, You're nice. So, I would have walked, I would have been like, I would have made the biggest scene
1: probably. I would have, yeah. Um, <laughs> and boy, well, this sounds bad. But like, I there was, I mean, right when that happened, I thought, you know, there's absolutely no way that I'm going to come out of this looking like. Dad, you know, so I mean, I remember. Well, the worst part was, well, I had an ex-boyfriend in college that I dated for about three
0: years or four years,
1: and one of his friends, that they were fraternity brothers, that he, his friend, actually happened to be at the wedding. And his friend oh. um, came up to me after the speech and was like, "Oh my gosh, Emily! Like, I'm so sorry. Like, obviously, your boyfriend has no idea like what he's doing, you know?" And I'm like, um "This is so awkward, you know." So I'm like, "Okay, like." Have you talked to him since? <sighs> Yeah, no, I mean I've talked. I, I mean we, I mean we. It was an out-of-town wedding, so we drove back together. Oh, wow! Uh, but is it done, so, done, and, or is this
3: like the type of thing where you're still kind of talking on the side, or are you
1: done with this guy? Well, when I first contacted you guys on the podcast, in my mind, I was a hundred percent done. You're not done. Uh, no, you're, you're not back done. together now,
4: I can tell you're not done.
1: Yeah, and so right now it's like kind of we're in this um, like in-between stage where it's like. You know no,
0: Emily, what I was gonna tell you is like know. the bright side of basically the most embarrassing moment I've ever heard is that like at least you know that the guy that you're dating is so much of a dick that like you should have <laughs> no problem just dropping his ass. I don't
4: know. I'm gonna give this guy I'm gonna give this I guy one know. one hall pass. This guy gets one wedding jitters, I'm wasted, I screwed up hall pass
0: mark doesn't think mark so is- mark we need the no, guy's opinion here i don't think
2: so unless he goes overboard to really make that's it up saying. to you and apologize, yeah. it doesn't sound like he's doing that
3: i mean if they get married one day it would make a pretty great I- story <laughs> at their I think-
1: wedding no and that's another thing i said i told him we talked about and i go but I go, the thing is jack i'm gonna have to monitor so i had a christmas party the next weekend after the wedding and i told him i was like listen john um you're uninvited to my work christmas party because i don't know what you're going to say in front of people and you're going to embarrass yeah. me you know and i think that that kind of like crushed him a little bit hurt a lot you know and he was like okay like i can't act like that um so he's been very apologetic and he's i mean he's always been so amazing and so great i'm I giving mean, him one pass this is his but, one to get
4: out of jail also. free
0: but did you feel did you feel meh about him before no, the comment. I mean,
1: it was the thing is it's like that comment I know like I know for a fact he doesn't feel that way. And I think it kind of for me is more reprising. I'm just like, How could you humiliate me? Like, you know right. My only and, thing is
4: sometimes people try to be funny and if they're not comedians, right. they're not funny, right. but in their mind Oh, I'm going to get a big laugh out of this. Like, and I look at my girlfriend, like, right. Like, if
0: it was totally sarcastic and then he just didn't say it in a very sarcastic, it, right. yeah, he couldn't deliver but
4: still, it. He's not heaven. Hard.
0: I don't know. I
3: have the emotional intelligence to throw out a bachelor word for a second. <laughs> uh, but to know You've got to have that emotional intelligence to know that that is going to hurt somebody, especially when right. you're dating. and, you're nine gotta, months that's, and that's, that's such a that fragile time. Thing.
1: I was like, you know, why don't you? Yeah, I, I use the word emotional intelligence. I said, you know, why, like, why didn't that register with you? You know, you're so smart. You're an engineer, and maybe, maybe that's it. You know, he's he's, he's lacking emotional intelligence.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe him, he's I'm using the left side a of his whole brain.
3: Path. I wish he was on the phone right now. Oh. You need to call back for their next oh, show,
4: yeah. Ashley I'm Ben sure. show. And that's him so the funny phone. that
0: you said that, because I was going to say, hey, can you check back with us in a month? I'd and love also, to see where you're at
1: with him. Can
4: people email us what oh, they think? Will. Because we're so split I in would this love
1: room. that, because I'm, my friends have their, my, even my friends are very like giving me advice. But both of, all, all of them are divided. I have one friend that feels very strongly, and I have another friend that's very indifferent. I have a, a lot of other people that are like, you guys are great together.
3: So what are we in this room? What what are we? This is a question, though. I'm giving
4: him a break. What do you think, Allie?
3: (laughs) I can't make that decision because, like, Emily, what is he like now? You know, like, this might have been a a one-time slip-up and he's normally the best boyfriend ever and constantly makes you feel super loved and appreciated. Mm -hmm. Then I say, yeah, give him a hall pass because he probably was trying to be funny and he— He's just not that funny. Sorry, dude. But (laughs) if on a daily basis or even, you know, every once in a while, he's making you feel not appreciated and not loved and that he's not serious about you, then you need to leave him. So only you know that. What is your what is your uh, me asking you that question directly right now? How do you feel about that? Do you feel like he's serious about you? Do you feel like he yeah, shows he, you that love I, on a daily I know for basis? A fact
1: he's very serious about me and he always makes me feel appreciated. And I know he loves me. And I know that this was just a one off mistake. But I like, and this is, sounds terrible, but I'm just not a very forgiving person. So it's taking so much for me to like work on forgiving him. If and you want to be with him, you I have don't. to
3: forgive him and you yeah. have to move on. Right. Because right. this is the thing. Because if you I hold don't. this against him, he yeah. will just you guys are gonna start resenting each other. You have to let go. You have to let him come to things like I get the holiday party, you you cut him out for one thing, but you can't come out of other things. You have if you want to move forward, you have to let go That's of it. That's really good advice. It's right. really good advice. I
4: just think you chalk it up to this dude is not a good best man. Stop trying to given. be funny. You're not right. funny. And use sarcasm <laughs> to cope. That is how I get through life.
1: Our, right, and he promised me that he would never, that he, you know, he probably won't be the best, have to give be the best man speech again, and if he did, he promised me he would run it by me. So, <laughs> that, That's a good compromise. I like that was, right, it was a good compromise, and not even a compromise, I feel like that should have just been a given, but yeah, I mean, I feel like he is making, like, efforts to change things, but it was a very awkward car ride home from Ooh. the wedding. So, all right.
0: but- well, Emily, thank you for sharing your story. Um, we do want to hear from you in a couple of weeks. I want to know about how you're doing forgiving him and like what kind of strides he's making to make it up to you. And mm-hmm. we do want to hear from all our fans out there about their opinions on this topic. Our email is Ben and Ashley at iheartmedia.com um, Don't forget that we get, Tweets all week long. What's the email? What's the email? It is Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Thank you so much, Emily, for being so honest and sharing this horribly embarrassing moment with us and not being afraid to do so.
3: Yes, thanks, Emily. Good luck. Bye.
0: Thank you. Bye, guys. Allie. This was fun. Thanks for
3: having Thank me. Thank you for
0: being such a terrific co-host for the past 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, my, and,
3: uh, my, my life, you know, is kind of a little bit boring some days with my husband and my kid. <laughs> so when I get to hear uh, other people's it, things going on, I get really excited. <laughs> so uh, that
0: was fun. Oh, welcome to mom life, you know. <laughs> Wait till your daughter starts, like, getting into boys. Because, like, my mom lives off of my sister and my, you know, drama dating life yeah
3: you've got to actually to text me when you hear back from emily and let me know when this episode's coming on so i can hear what's going on because i'm I'm invested now okay
0: well ali you've been terrific you're smart you're wonderful you're beautiful you're great mom it's so cool to see how far you've come thank you congratulations
3: on all your success and um, thanks i know you know you were i don't even know if i'm allowed to say this but in, in Undisclosed location recently, but I hope to be seeing you on my TV soon. (laughs) (laughs) Who
0: knows? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyway, don't distract me now. All right. We usually end by saying, "I've been Ashley. I've been Allie." There you go. Thanks for listening to the Almost Famous podcast. See you guys on January. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.